0: It's not a given that Carson Wentz is going to play on Sunday. It's not a given that he's going to clear protocols. Here's what needs to happen if Carson Wentz is going to play on Sunday. I'll tell you in a second. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, December 30th, 2021. This abomination of a year is about to end. There were some really good things in this year, but there were some really tough things to get through, I guess, in the end. It all e- evens out. I wouldn't trade this year for anything, but I'm hoping that 2022 is just a little bit easier to navigate than 2021 was. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best in the world. He's a great dentist, 317-849-2933. Punch subscribe, hit like, ring the bell, so every time we go live, you get a notice. When news breaks, it's here. We go live immediately. When the injury report is released today, we will be live immediately and we'll share that information with you. On the YouTube channel where Colts news, Indiana news always comes first, let's talk about sports. All right. Carson Wentz doesn't need to pass a test on Sunday in order to play. Some people are saying that you got to pass a test, you got to pass a COVID test. You don't. Here, are the things, the little uh, kind of signposts that you've got to pass successfully in order to be active after your time on the protocol comes to an end chronologically. So it's a five-day deal. Even if you're unvaccinated now, which Carson Wentz is unvaccinated, you've got to go through the five days of isolation since the positive test. You've got to have 24 hours since the last fever without use of fever-reducing meds. Other symptoms need to be resolved or improved, and you must be cleared by the team doctor. If those things happen for Carson Wentz, he gets to play on Sunday. If they don't, it's going to be Sam Ellinger, and I think Sam Ellinger's going to be fine. I really liked him in camp. Yeah, he threw some bad balls, made some mistakes, but he's had... What's it been now? Four months. To go ahead, learn the position at the NFL level, work through a solid week as the starter in practice, which is really, really good for him, and see what happens. They beat the New England Patriots, throwing the ball 12 times. Carson Wentz had a terrible day. Five of 12 was Carson Wentz with an interception. Sam Ellinger is plenty capable of going five of 12 with a pick. For the Colts this Sunday against the Raiders. The Raiders are a team. They don't stop the run very well. They're 19th against the run. Look, a year ago. With Phillip Rivers under center. The Colts hung 44 on the Raiders. At their place. Beating the Raiders 44-27. I'm not saying this is going to be a walk in the park. Jonathan Taylor 150-2. Last year against the Raiders. In that win. But this this is not you know, slaying the dragon, for God's sake, having the Las Vegas Raiders come to town. And look, the Raiders have won three games in overtime. they played three in overtime. They've won three in overtime. They are three points then away from, instead of being eight and seven, being five and ten. Conversely, the Indianapolis Colts at nine and six right now, they lost their two overtime games. So, you know, you don't want to go to overtime. We know that. But if not for those, if they, if they won those two games, right now they are the toast of the AFC at 11-4. and four. All possibilities are available to the Colts on the positive side and on the negative side. They could be the number one seed. It's unlikely, but they could get there. They would need to win out. The Titans would need to lose out. The Chiefs would need to lose out. That's basically it. Or if the Colts lose out it's likely they missed the playoffs entirely. So that's kind of where we are. This is a really, really important game this Sunday against the Raiders and a very winnable game this Sunday against the Raiders. And I am never a honk for, like, the crowd inserting themselves into the result of the game. I think that that's mostly a fabricated effect that, you know, tries to engage us as though we have some kind of we can be a 12th man. Which to me is nonsense, but this weekend it's important. This Sunday it's important to lift that team and get them going. And and raise the level of intensity on that field, both for the Raiders and for the Colts. Darius Leonard coming back, that's gonna be huge. The uh the peanut punch, he does that better than anybody in the NFL right now. He is a turnover generating machine. The Colts have turned Over opponents 31 times this year. They got two games left to get to 40. It's a long shot, but man, I didn't think they had a shot at 31. Good for Matt Eberflus and this defense and Darius Leonard because he's a huge part of all of those turnovers. Kari Willis coming back. Kari Willis last year against the Raiders had a pick that he took back to the house. Kenny Moore had a pick last year against Derek Carr. The defense never got to Derek Carr, never sacked him. They got to get to Derek Carr this weekend. Yesterday, Quentin Nelson, Mark Lewinsky, Kamoko Ture, Rocky Yassin, all back on the active roster, all released from the COVID list. More coming today, more coming tomorrow, Saturday, and hopefully we get news on Sunday. The Carson Wentz is coming off the list, and at the same time, we don't want anybody else going on, especially not Jonathan Taylor. The the, We know all about COVID and the variants, and wow, a lot of people are getting it, and let's keep people off of it. Let's wrap Jonathan Taylor in bubble wrap. Let's put N95 masks all over his head, everywhere, on the back of his head, over his ears, over his mouth and nose, obviously over his eyeballs. Let's have people lead him around like he's Stevie Wonder at the Colts facility on West 56th Street. Let's... Bubble wrap that guy, keep him safe for Sunday, win the game on Sunday, and then if the Titans win, right, if the Titans beat the Dolphins, all's lost, right? You can't get to the AFC South title. You can't get to the number one seed. If everybody gets COVID, everybody left who hadn't gotten COVID gets COVID next week, that's life. You go into Jacksonville, you hope for the best, you fear the worst, and you move forward. All right, uh, last year against the Raiders. It bears mention because a lot of these guys are the same. A lot of the guys for the Raiders are the same. Josh Jacobs was held to 49 yards rushing, 3.8 yards a carry. If the Colts can do that on Sunday, the Colts win this game. If Jacobs doesn't have a big day, Derek Carr cannot lead that offense beyond the Colts because they got no weapons. They got wide receivers running cars into parked cars at 127 miles an hour and going to jail. He's gone. The other guy's gone. They're all gone. They just got a bunch of guys. You think that the Colts are bereft of weaponry on the exterior for Carson Wentz to utilize? The Raiders are really bereft uh, of that kind of weaponry. Stretching the field is something that they just can't do at this point. The Colts won all four quarters. In last year's game, like I said, Jonathan Taylor ran for 152 touchdowns. One of those was a 62-yard touchdown run. I expect Jonathan Taylor to have a big day. Hopefully, stay off that list, Jonathan. Hard knocks last night was fantastic. As always. I bought in. Like I am <clears throat> I'm about as cynical a guy, uh, sports coaches drive me bats. I think they're just self-important knuckleheads more often than not. Frank Wright's not. Frank Wright's the real deal. You see it constantly. you saw it as he found out last night on Hard Knocks, he found out last week that Quentin Nelson was going on the COVID list. It took him a second to process. He kind of stared for a second and then came up and said, "I love this." Not the COVID or not the Quentin's on the COVID list. But I love the challenge, overcoming this stuff. And they did overcome it. Chris Strasser did a great job of leading those guys and telling them in no uncertain terms, keep your hands inside, do not hold, Julian Davenport, come on. So uh, great hard knocks. Again, Christmas was fun for those guys. And, you know, DeForest Buckner giving everybody a scooter big big ass football players riding on scooters is just funny to me. It reminds me of that picture in the Guinness Book of World Records with the two gigantic twins both riding like mini bikes <laughs> and they, together they weigh about a ton and they completely dwarf the bikes It was always when I was a kid, you know we'd run to the library during an open period in grade school. turn to that page and look at the big giant guys on mini bikes anyway, this weekend, Colt. Can they get over the hump? Can Wentz get active for Sunday? We're going to find out. We're about, what, 76 hours from kickoff. I can't wait. Uh, Pacers last night, they lost 116-108. to 108, Lost to the Charlotte Hornets. Good to see Gordon Hayward back in town. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Terry Rozier was a badass last night. 35 points for the Hornets. Sabonis 15-18. Levert 27-6 or 7-6. Uh O'Shea Brissett, the only guy with a positive plus-minus last night, 14 points, 5 offensive rebounds. The, the Pacers, as a team, only had 10 offensive rebounds. O'Shea Brissett coming off the bench had half of them. They don't play with a lot of enthusiasm. I was on the Dan Dockett show yesterday and we talked about the Pacers. And I didn't think we were going to talk about the Pacers, so I didn't do any kind of preparation to discuss what the Pacers are, so it was just kind of stream of consciousness. And, and I said on the radio that they're unwatchable, and I felt bad as I did it, but they are. I force myself to watch every time they play. Last night, I watched the entire game, and, and at the end, I was so unfulfilled by that process, by that experience... Look, we talked about the passing yesterday of John Madden at the age of 85. And and the thing about John Madden when he was a coach and when he was a broadcaster is what he did, he did with enthusiasm. And he had fun doing it. The Pacers do not have any fun. Fun plays, right? You can watch and you can feel that sense. These guys are having a great time. If they win, great. If they lose, that's okay. But you sense the passion they have for the endeavor that they are in, in which they are competing, right? With the Pacers, you just don't have that. You have guys who are kind of going through the motions, sort of like, all right, you know what? Hey, we're out here. Pop, 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 pop. I missed. What the hell? You've got to have passion for what you do if you want people to watch you do it. And it appears, as we watch these games on TV, where's the passion? There's got to be passion, and I don't see any, and that's a problem for the Indiana Pacers. And that's what I was trying to convey as I was talking to Dan yesterday on the radio. Butler, they get the win yesterday over DePaul. Good for Butler. Fun game. They went, offensively, they went barren late. and, And that was... That allowed the Blue Demons to kind of get to where they needed to get to make this a a competitive contest. Butler wins 63-59. The last four seconds took about 10 minutes because of reviews, clock reviews. For the love of God, stop that. If you want to use replay, and I'm against replay in all its forms, let the three officials do what they do and call it the best they can, and let's put it away, right? But if you're going to use replay, do it for egregious stuff. Don't do it every time the clock stops and confirm within a tenth of a second. The last clock stoppage, 2.6 seconds, I think they left it at 2.6 seconds. Maybe they bumped it to 2.9 seconds. But I think it stayed at 2.6. It took like three minutes to confirm 3.6. Here's an idea. Look at the video. Advance it to where the ball hits out of bounds. And look at the clock. How the hell hard is that? How does that take three minutes? For God's sake. It's a waste of our time. It's a waste of the players' time. It gave DePaul timeouts, play stoppages that they did not have to exercise. And all of a sudden, you got a mess at the end of what should have been a really exciting finish. Aaron Thompson, sevens wild last night for Aaron, 7.7 assists, seven steals. Jaden Taylor, freshman out of Perry Meridian, 13 points. Simas Lukosius, 15 points. He, of course, from Lithuania. Purdue beat uh, Nichols last night, 104-90. You can't let Nichols score 90 points. Zach Eady, though, 21 points in 16 minutes. Wow, that's efficient. Uh, They allowed Nichols to hit 45.7% of their threes. Can't do that when they get into Big Ten play. They outscored Nichols 20-4 to at the line at Mackey Arena. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Indiana, Penn State, they get after it in Big Ten play. And, of course, Micah Shrewsbury, the new coach at Penn State, Cathedral High School product right down the road. Uh, that game's Sunday, 4 o'clock, immediately as the Colts game uh, expires. So, good. How about Aaron Rodgers, just real quick? Manipulating the media all over the place, he's phenomenal. Look, this guy isn't just a tactical genius where it comes to football. This guy's a tactical genius in the media. Doesn't do media other than Pat McAfee, which is wonderful for Pat. Certainly making Pat a lot of money. Uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of saying he doesn't know whether he's going to play next year and he doesn't know whether he's going to play in Green Bay. I find it hilarious when people play marionette with the media. I, I just think it's funny, and Aaron Rodgers is the best at it. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays today, as 2021 starts to kind of, we're, we're dropping a curtain on this year, and about time, some really good things, like I said, some eh, not so good things, um, Rudy Catchman, happy birthday, Michael Hussein, the great Mark Bierman, a divorce attorney to the stars, if you're in North Suburban, Illinois, Mark Bierman. If you need a divorce and, and you, you want the best possible divorce agreement, you, you can negotiate. Mark Bierman is your guy. Uh, Charlie Lake, happy birthday. I love Mark Bierman. Uh, William Keevers, happy birthday. Mike Keen, Laura Groninger, happy birthday. Laura Cole Groninger and Greg Rakestraw, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. I think that Wentz is going to play. He's going to find a way to go play. And I think the Colts win this game. And then it's just Jacksonville. And the big question is, are they going to win the AFC South? I think they got a shot.